to another episode of the Hope Mindful Compassion Show. My name is Paul Garrigan and I look after the mindfulness program here at Hope. And my name is Jamie Wilkes and I'm a counsellor here at Hope. So Jamie, today we're going to be talking about uh, acceptance and commitment therapy. So just to kind of start off, what, what is accept- acceptance and commitment therapy? So acceptance commitment therapy is a, is a model that's uh, been introduced um, and the, what we kind of run here is a program that has been redesigned um, and, and we run it over six weeks. Uh, we run it with the uh, our long-term clients who are in their advanced treatment. Um, and it's, it's a model that is run and it's all about noticing. It uses a mindfulness approach as well um, and it's to become aware more of the autopilot and, and trying to find a direction in life again um, that we can move towards um, that's, that's meaningful and purposeful. Um, I mean, you've kind of touched on it there, but like, what, what, what kind of thing is it good for? Um, it's really good for helping notice the autopilot and switch the autopilot off. Um, can you explain what you mean by the autopilot, just for people who... Yeah, so I mean, the average human being spends about 70% of the day on autopilot. The autopilot is can be a very good thing, it can also be a very negative thing. And can you give examples? Um, so an autopilot for today for me really would be something like brushing my teeth, something that I don't necessarily really need to think about, it's just something we instinctively do, not really having to notice the individual behaviours which go into that certain action, and we can get caught up on autopilot very easily. And why would that be a problem? The reason that would be a problem is because um, they could be causing long-term consequences, that are very often too far away for us to see. So can you give an example? Um, so a, a, lot of, well, a lot of the clients that we work with is, is, is drinking and using. Uh, that can become very much part of an autopilot. Sometimes when we don't even want to use, we don't even know that we use it. We're just doing it. Um, and, and obviously the short-term consequences um, aren't, aren't as severe as the long-term consequences, so therefore there's no reason to really switch that autopilot off. And that leads quite nicely, actually, to the next question. I mean, why would we be teaching this in rehab? The reason we teach it in rehab is um, what we see as beneficial is, one, we help people, as they're about to leave treatment, come up with a, a much longer-term direction um, and that they can aim for, and also to start to recognise certain behaviours. Because um, there's one part of people waking up in rehab in the beginning and then there's another part where we can start to identify much more ingrained behaviours that, that we can that might not be serving us as well as we think um, and, and helping them recognise certain behaviours that, that are taking them towards or away where inevitably they actually want to be um, and, and switching off certain behaviours that aren't necessarily doing them any good. And, and is this a new thing? Um, the model itself isn't a new thing. Um, ACT has been around a very long time and um, the model that we work off is relatively new and um, it, it's, it's kind of uh, new in England uh, and it's active peer recovery um, and, and we've kind of adapted that model here and that's what we run. And is it that designed specifically for people you know coming from addiction problems or? Um, yes and no. <laughs> um, it, it's targeted a lot to do with addiction but it's open to, to anybody really who wants to work on on different things in different areas of their life from stopping smoking to sort of finding a, a drive and a focus in life again. And how does it, so what, what does it actually involve? Um, so say, you know, a client comes here and, you know, 
you know, they've heard, they've heard of it, say, like acceptance commitment therapy. What exactly, like how are they going to kind of experience it? So they're going to experience it a lot. Um, what we find a lot is a, a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration, because it's a very new way of thinking. Um, it's, it's made up of six sessions here with, with um, challenges to, to get them underway in between sessions. And very often it, it can be um, yeah, very challenging because we're, we're trying to use the brain in a very different way and almost switch off the autopilot, which is a very difficult trait to do. And, and the fact that we ask people to notice their behaviours when, if, if I was to say it to an individual, they wouldn't necessarily know how to notice their behaviours. Um, it, it's a very tough trick to sort of to master, really. And, and, and does like ACT kind of um, recommend meditation, or is that like kind of not really necessary for, for the approach? Um, no, it's, it, it's it really good, you know, to work alongside that is fantastic, you know, anything... Meditation would go alongside a lot of stuff with really with, with addiction recovery uh, to be more mindful, um, and there is parts of the ACT that that, that uses. Um, there is one session in particular where we take them on, on a bit of guided meditation um, to help them notice uh, and attach feelings that to stories, and then how we can get lost up in that, um, and and it's not very often not reality. You, you mentioned homework. There a minute ago. So can you give us examples of what type of homework? So say 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 week one. Yeah. What so homework would you give to clients? It's not so much written homework. It's more practical. Their yeah, homework. So it would be we after each session we set a challenge and and it's, each challenge is about noticing a particular behaviour and it will be a challenge that's going to move you towards a long term direction. And do you specify the behaviour or do you leave it kind of up to the client to notice what they, what they want to notice? It's all left up to the client. I don't really explain too much. It's up for them to do the work, which again is a very different kind of model. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's where the confusion comes from because they have to do a lot of the thinking. Right. Um, and, uh, and, and notice themselves, yeah. It's, it's up to them really. So there is very little um, explanations within the group, more working it out for yourself. And, and, and what's the other types of homework you do? Is it all kind of similar? Is it no, they're, they're all the same within that, really. It's all, each week there will be a different challenge that we will set together within the group, and it's moving you that step closer towards noticing your behaviours and, and moving you towards your long-term direction. And did they have, like, like so when you say give them this homework, do they feedback? They do, yeah. They have to be accountable at the start of every group, and we feedback that um, in, in the same way every week, so they will... Share their long-term direction. They will share what what, what behaviours they notice towards and away from that, and they will share their autopilot, and then they will check in whether they succeeded with their challenge, or they noticed that they didn't succeed with their challenge. Because the important point is about the noticing, not necessarily the outcome. That, that makes a lot of sense. So basically, they're learning by doing. They're learning by doing the homework. That, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And and how do you find that? Like, do you find that they generally do learn from the homework, or is it just, you know, or is it still a lot of confusion? No, we generally find that they do. They they really like it, and it, it often creates a good atmosphere in there because some people don't stick to the challenges. But what they do do is they notice that they didn't, and there's almost more worth in that than actually just succeeding. Um, and, and we learn. Oh, sorry, we teach them that, that it's not about the, the succeeding a lot of time. We learn a lot from failing. Mm-hmm. And, and actually what we're trying to just teach them is that we just need to be able to notice. Uh, and then we can be able to make change 
if we're noticing. And what's the ultimate goal with this? I mean, where, where does it all end? I mean, what does it lead to? Hopefully it leads to people succeeding with their long-term direction, um, which we will come up with together within the group, and that will be something that will make a significant difference to somebody's life, uh, and something that, that means something that certain behaviours have stopped them getting for a period of time. Uh, for example, I would use my own example, I used to use scuba diving as my long-term direction, something that I wanted to integrate and would better my life. So once, obviously once you achieve that, the quality of your life and, and noticing behaviours in order to get that aspect um, does improve your life massively. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, so you have six sets, so clients are going to do six sessions here. I mean, is that enough for them to make much progress with this? Or, you know, is it meant to be an ongoing thing that you do basically for years? Or Ideally, once they've done the six sessions, they'll have a very good understanding of, of how the model works and they will be able to use it um, themselves um, we, we have the worksheets that we have created um, that are in the whole workbook um, so we don't necessarily need any more than that not necessarily I mean it, it, obviously they can you know like anything really the more you go the, the more you learn and, and they can always sort of keep ach- achieving and noticing more um, and once they leave um, specifically in England at the moment there is different levels to go on to as well and, and what would that be? Would that be like groups or is it courses? Or? Yeah, it's a, it's a group setting. It, it's a peer-led group. Yeah. And what peer, is it free and the people just turn up or is it... Yep, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's a mutual-led group. Okay, yeah. oh, so, okay. okay. So, and, it's, yeah. and would these groups be just for anybody or specifically for specific problems like addiction? No, like I said earlier, people can come with anything that they really want to. Okay. And is there any online groups? And there isn't at the moment, no. There may be in the future. So what about people who are not going to be at Hope, who are not coming to Hope, and that they're kind of interested in learning more about this? I mean, is it something... So these groups you mentioned, is they, are they suitable for just someone who's a complete beginner? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, just kind of research whether there's any in the area. Yeah, it's quite a young model at the moment, but, it, but from what I understand, it will be becoming more readily available. Um, especially across the, um, England. So it seems to be a big thing, sort of, like in England. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the worksheets. I, I think we'll be able to put some of we we'll link to some of those on the website. And so, if someone's not actually done much of this before, could they do anything with the worksheets, or do you kind of really need a grounding in the first? No. If somebody was to read the worksheet, it, it would make sense in itself. Um, you may find difficulties in making. Um, a connection with your long term direction and almost a commitment because it, it's important to be accountable to somebody as well um, but you would find the worksheets very useful just for the fact that you can notice autopilots and, and, and certain behaviours that you may not really sit and think of if you're just sitting there on your own so it's a bit more of a prompt sheet um, but it would be good to be accountable to somebody else with that and would you say this is something that would be suitable for anybody? Yes, definitely. Yeah. But, but will some people just not get it or not really feel attracted to it? Um, so far with the groups that we've done, there's not been anybody that's really not liked it or, right. or not really taken to it. Some people have found it very difficult and challenging and confusing, but that's exactly what we want it to do mm. um, because it means that they're having to think about it. Um, but most people really enjoy the groups. 
Fantastic. And just uh, how long is the group? Uh, an hour. Yeah. So, um, any 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 final words you'd like to have on that, Jamie? About you know anyone interested in it, or anyone who's kind of wanting to find out more about it? Any kind of parting advice you can give to them, or um, only if if you do want any more sort of help and guidance within that, then feel free to get in touch, and we can point you in the right direction. Um, the link to the worksheet will be on um, our page as well. Um, but yeah, just. It, there is a, a website also to look up which is at peer recovery at peer recovery dot, dot com or dot org or uh, dot com, yeah. dot com. Yeah. well that was really good that was really interesting and I'm sure some people will find that useful so thanks very much Jamie and uh, goodbye for this week <laughs>